0: Hello, this is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast, Does Dad Change? Do people change? At the core of my work in psychology is this question, do people change? Some people come to my practice or to another therapist and they want warmth, compassion and validation for another person who is not changing. But at the end of the day, all we can change is ourselves. Um, in recent months I've helped a number number of people try to make changes in their life and some of them have experienced change even before I met them. So I've seen a number of changes. Interestingly, a therapist once told a woman, men never change. How could a person come to this conclusion? Yes, we have the sum total of our own personal experiences, so in this therapist's life, Maybe her partner or husband never changed, and her father didn't change. But a therapist sees a lot of people. A therapist probably has a broad perspective, you would think. You know How could one make that comment? Was it a psychological technique specifically targeted toward the client? If so, why encourage that belief to a client? Or did the therapist truly believe that men don't change? And why do other therapists that I talk to actually hold other beliefs? One of my close colleagues was in a relationship with a man who never changed. Actually, she says he changed for the worst worst over the course of eight years. Despite this experience, she has seen a ton of change and believes that men and women change. In my practice, I have talked with thousands of people who have changed. Many of them changed, like I said, before I talked to them. Here's a handful of examples of people that I've talked to uh, recently who have experienced change in their life. I talked to a man who lost 120 pounds. I talked to a man who used to avoid conflict with his wife and who is now staying in conversations, even if he perceives her um, to be more intense than he would like when it comes to uh, a concerning issue. I talked to a man who would let his friend slap his face if he used pornography. He was honest with his friend, and after a few hard hits, (laughs) he found this to be an effective strategy. He hasn't used porn for three months so far, as of this podcast. I've seen a man go from being a regular heroin user, $1,000 a day, to being a great dad a disciplined and engaging single dad who has the majority of custody time with his kids i've seen a man with a herniated disc go from extreme pain with limited movement to daily exercise because of lifestyle changes i've seen a man go from depending on xanax three times a day for eight years to now having plans to skydive so i have seen some amazing changes Here's the bottom line, people change. You know, what's interesting is you know, the chronic nature of addiction means that for some people relapse or return to drug use after an attempt to stop can be part of the process. Um, I knew someone who engaged in addictive behavior and bad habits from 2013 to 2016. He went in for treatment and experienced significant changes in 2017. He had one slip up in the fall of 2018. It leads us to this question. He then maintained sobriety from those bad habits uh, until today. But it leads us to this question. Does relapse mean treatment has failed? Does a relapse mean that change hasn't happened? And the answer is no. The chronic nature of bad habits means that for some people, relapse or return to the bad habit after an an attempt to stop can be part of the process. And we can be talking about any kinds of behaviors here. Anything that people want to change in their life, from conflict avoidance, to anger eruptions, to impatience with their children, to uh, Vietnam veterans engaging in road rages when they're driving. I mean, we can be talking about any kinds of behaviors, drugs, alcohol, pornography, sexting, video game addiction, gambling, ice cream, pie, any sugar item, cigarettes, any kind of substance abuse. I mean, let's talk about change when it comes to drug use. Does relapse to drug use mean treatment has failed? And the answer is the same here. The answer is no. The chronic nature of addiction means that for some people, relapse or return to drug use after an attempt to stop can be part of the process. But newer treatments are designed to help with the relapse prevention. But again, back to the question. Does a relapse mean that change requires instant change does it require instant change you know when i've worked with couples and a man has an anger problem over a period of time and then you know over time he worked hard on the anger problem and maybe he had two anger eruptions last year and one this year uh up until last week and it and then at his anger in response to his anger problem last week if his partner, his partner gets exasperated, she throws her hands in the air and says, see, he never changes. Does this conclusion that he never changes, does that help the situation? The answer is no, absolutely not. So what does change look like? Sometimes change is sudden. Sometimes... To make changes in our lives, we need to make radical changes. We need to uh, make radical changes. Um, And so, you know, it's interesting, you know, Maxwell Maltz, he was a plastic surgeon in the 1950s. He began noticing a strange pattern among his patients. He'd perform an operation like a nose job, for example, and he found that it would take the patient about 21 days to get used to seeing his new face. So, you know, from there it then went to people like Zig Ziglar who uh, said, you know, it takes 21 days to change and form a new habit. So, you know, research, so, and then this went on and motivational speakers would come out and, and you know, over the last several decades, um, the 21 day habit. I often have clients who reference, 21 days to uh, make changes to form a new habit so does it take only 21 days to change and form a new habit so research hasn't supported this for serious habits like some of those that i mentioned but you know you can apply this to your life run for 21 straight days did you form a habit yes you changed Besides, many trainers are concerned about injury, overworking, knees and feet will hurt, you know, unless you're young. But you did, and so if you take those necessary precautions in terms of stretching and maybe a day off or two, but the point is, yes, you changed. To-do lists. To-do lists are completed by spies, detectives, many successful people. And it has shown to improve sleep and you get more stuff done. So you, you, you do it at night, and research shows you can only really uh, keep track of four things on your mind at any one time. Uh, people who do to-do lists, it helps freeze them up. If rumination or worry keeps them up, uh, we know that to-do lists can help. To-do lists, doing them before you go to bed for the next day, it improves sleep, people get more stuff done. Do it for 21 days. Did you form a habit if you did it every night for 21 days? Yes, you changed. Research hasn't supported this for serious habits. It usually takes three to seven years to change bad habits. But can people quit cold turkey? Yeah, I've seen lots of people. Um, And some people just are not ready to change. I think there's three key questions when it comes to change do I understand, am I capable, and am I willing? And some tobacco cessation programs, uh, some research has been shown that demonstrated tailored interventions for smoking cessation, uh, they have shown that 80% of individuals in these programs were not ready to quit. So, now change, I think research has shown tailoring matters. Um, and you need to tailor, tailor, a program needs to be tailored towards a particular individual. Um, but the stages of change, they really come out of the trans-theoretical model. Um, and it's really interesting to look at some of the stages of change. So a person who is in the pre-contemplation stage. They're just not ready to change. And they, some people may be unaware. You know, it really requires patience around a person because a person may be unaware the changes needed in their life. They're, they get home from work and they just get on the video games for three, four hours. And they just, they just may, may be unaware that this is causing problems uh, in their marriage, it's causing problems. In their fitness, it's causing long-term problems for their heart because they have a limited movement. They have a sitting job at work. And so they're in the pre-contemplation stage. The next stage is the contemplation stage. They're they're All of a sudden, now they're becoming aware. Some things can move them, and um, they have a plan of action. Maybe they're going to join a gym. Maybe they're going to consult a counselor. Maybe they're going to... Talk to their physician. Um, and then the third stage is the action stage. Uh, or, ex- uh, excuse me, after contemplation is the preparation. And so the contemplation is now they're starting to become aware. They start to think about the pros and cons. They start to, and then the preparation, they start taking some steps like consulting or joining a gym. And then there's the action stage. Uh, and uh, and then, finally, maintenance. And this is, this is the stage in which people have made specific modifications in their lifestyles, and they're working to prevent relapse. Um, and after 12 months of continuous abstinence, 43% of individuals return to regular smoking, as an example. Um, so those are the stages of change it takes time now some people change uh you know i'm a big advocate for radical changes lately i've encouraged uh significant hobby changes i've encouraged uh in our clinic we formed a skydiving therapy and resilience group i was talking to a, uh, one of my clients recently who was experiencing depression and i said look uh he's trying to look at the medications uh, and because of the tailored interventions that were needed, he needed a radical change in, in his life. Radical change. And I, I often look at eight areas, and I say these on a regular basis. Faith, fitness, friends, hobbies, interests, nutrition, sleep, and managing media exposure. Managing media exposure can be a change. Turning off the TV, turning off Netflix. You know, if you were entertained to the max last year during the pandemic, maybe 2021 is about turning off the TV for 21 days. But the key question is this, what are you changing in your life? What is the evidence of your change? And why am I bringing this up in a parenting podcast? First of all, let me answer these questions. Does dad change? Absolutely. Do people change? Absolutely. And why am I talking about this on this parenting podcast? I think one of the greatest gifts we can give our children is this, that as parents, we change. What do you need to change in your life? Some of the best change agents, some of the people who make the biggest difference, in this world, are people who change themselves. This is Dr. Daniel Van with this week's Parenting Podcast. The answer to does dad change? Do people change? The answer is yes, absolutely. <laughs>